that music means you're listening to the BZ Powercast, episode 23. I'm your host, Black Six, and once again, I'd like to thank everyone for downloading and listening to the show. Unfortunately, as I'm sure you're all well aware, the forums are still offline, and we're going to start things off this month with um, a little discussion. I'm going to uh, let everyone know where we're at with that process. Continuing on that theme, I'm then going to talk to uh, Van the Moa, and we're going to do a special how-to BZP. This month it's going to be a how-to live without BZ power, uh, you know, some things you can do while uh, we're waiting for the forums to come back online. Then I sit down with Van again and Takuma Nuva to take a look at uh, the LEGO video games that have been released over the years, what we've liked, what we haven't, and what some of our favorites are. That's uh, about all we've got. I hope you enjoy the show, and I'm going to let you guys get to it. I thought you all might like to know how the form upgrades are coming along, and I thought I should take some time to uh, share our progress with you. To start things off, as I have mentioned before, we first uh, made a complete backup of the database and are using that to create an archive of BZ Power and all the old uh, topics and posts. This is going to be a read-only archive, and it's going to allow us to uh, start fresh on the main forums this should improve uh, the performance of the site as a whole, uh, especially when doing things like searching and um, backups and other database-intensive operations. And will also allow us to uh, reorganize the forums a bit to allow us to catch up with the times, since uh, Bionicle has now ended. Uh, the forums are also going to be upgraded to uh, the latest InVision software, so there's going to be uh, a lot of different uh, features and a different layout to uh, get used to. It has not been an easy process uh, by any means, and we're still definitely in the thick of it. I apologize that it's uh, taken us so long and is continuing to take us uh, this long. But um, as I've said before, this is not my or anyone else's uh, full-time job. You know, we're all volunteers in this, and we're doing uh, the best we can trying to get this organized. And, uh, you know, we're going to get it up uh, as soon as we can, and as soon as we're happy with, uh, with the results. As of right now, the archive is more or less completed, and we are working uh, on the main forums on upgrading them. Um, we're going to be, you know, trying to add in uh, our little hacks and the like that... Uh, you know, kind of made BZ Power what it is, and like I said, reorganize uh, the forums a bit. So that's still going to take a little bit of time, but like I said, we're working uh, as fast as we can, and we hope to uh, get things back up and running as soon as possible. Thanks again for all of your patience, and I hope you enjo all enjoy the, uh, the new look when BZ Power comes back online. All right, so with me now is Than the Moa for a very special How To BZP. Uh, we're going to call this one How To Live Without BZP. How's it going, Nate? It's going pretty good. How about you? Uh, it'd be better if the forums were online, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. Since the forums have been offline for a while now, and uh, we're still not sure when we're going to have them back up, we thought we would uh, give you listeners uh, some things you can do while uh, you're waiting for us to get our jobs done. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I mean, I know some people uh, are very attached to BZP and they might be at a loss of what they can do with all this newfound free time. I know I'm devastated. Yeah, it's, it's been, you know, I'm quite the, uh, the blow. 
So uh, what are some things that uh, members can do? Well, I mean, we can always give you the obvious. You can go and, you know, build something with your Lego bricks that you may or may not have. Right. I mean, you know, we're a Bonacle fan site, Lego fan site. So uh, it seems uh, pretty, you know, obvious that you should uh, try to build some stuff. Another thing you can do is go outside. It's uh, springtime right now and it's absolutely beautiful. And you should definitely enjoy the weather while it's here. Definitely. I mean, it's only partially raining outside now. <laughs> I'd be running around out there. Yeah, it's raining by you, but not by me. So it's only 50% raining. Exactly. That's, that's the good logic. <laughs> so uh, what are some other things that uh, members can do while they wait for us to uh, get the site back up? Do your homework for a change. I mean... Yeah, stop slacking. <laughs> Uh, no, um, I don't know. Do your homework, get a job. Uh, <laughs> read a book. Read a book, yeah. Watch a movie. Play Watch some movie. video games. Play some video games, yeah. I mean, oh. I, I know I have a, a quite the backlog to catch up on. Yeah, you still don't seem to have the time to do it, even with the forums offline. Yeah, well, someone's got to actually be working on this stuff. Very true. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, so uh, what are some other things that uh, you think... What, are, what have you been doing while the forums have been offline? Uh, well, I had lots of school projects to work on, then I had finals, and now I've been working at an internship. Nothing very exciting, I guess. <laughs> Play some video games, uh, and then, you know, twiddle my thumbs on the internet. <laughs> it's amazing just how much, uh, time BC Power t- can, uh, take up, and, uh, you, you don't even realize it until the forums are all down. Right, right. So I guess another thing you could uh, you could do is you know maybe go on a, a vacation or take some trips. You know, depending on where you live, there might be some interesting sights to see just uh, just around the corner. Depending on how old you are as well. I mean, yeah. if if you're 16, I doubt you're gonna be uh, gallivanting across the country. But <laughs> hey, you know, uh, I know personally this coming weekend I'm gonna be going down to. Uh, the Air and Space Museum Annex, which, even though it's uh, only about 90 minutes away, I haven't been able to make it to yet. So uh, definitely, you know, there can be something right around the corner. Get your parents to uh, give you a ride or something. Yeah, maybe I'll go to Ikea over in Minneapolis this weekend. <laughs> Is that the, the hot spot yeah. in uh, the Wisconsin and Minnesota area? Yeah, I, guess, I don't know. I'm just thinking, what's the closest big city to me? It's like, oh, Minneapolis is down the road, about an hour and a half away. So, yeah, I could drive there. I'm sure, you know, they're a big city. They got to have an Ikea. Give me some <laughs> furniture. Need some furniture for your place? All the roommates stealing all the furniture back. Actually, he's not taking that much with him, but. All right. So, uh, any other suggestions for our Board of Their Minds members? Uh, Learn a new hobby. You know, maybe... Maybe you've always wanted to know how to do some web programming. Maybe look some of that up. Or maybe you wanted to really learn how to do Photoshop bad. Maybe now's the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, after you uh, build some mocks, you can take some nice pictures of them or something. Right. Uh, I hear knitting is very popular as well, if uh, you want to get into that. That's not really my jam, but... (laughs) You know, whatever whatever floats your boat, though. It's definitely... uh... A good time to explore. And then once the forums come back online, you can share with uh, all the other members. 
Exactly. You can show off your hard work. Yeah, so uh, get to it, guys. Indeed. All right, well, I don't have anything else. What about you? No, I don't really have anything else to add. Just, you know, hopefully we'll get the forms up eventually. Or yep. rather, you'll get them up eventually. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still working on it. It's uh, way too long of a process for my liking. And I apologize profusely to everyone for how long it's taking. But we do hope to have them back online as soon as we can. All right, sounds good. All right, until that time, I hope uh, everyone listening has, you know, uh, is catching up on some stuff they've wanted to do and having a good time out there. Yeah, definitely. All right, take care. You too. Okay, so joining me are Van the Moa and Takuma Nuva to talk a little bit about Lego video games, which have been around for well over a decade. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Not bad. All right, so uh, recently in the news, we've had some uh, video game-related coverage, uh, starting with uh, the LEGO Universe MMO. So, um, you know, a few, uh, last week or so, they announced uh, a new section of the game. Nexus Tower is going to be getting a lot more content with, uh, you know, new pets and missions and a whole bunch of new items and the like. So it's good to see that's going well. And then... Just today, uh, we've got word that Templar Studios is, um, you know, kind of revamping their whole look and going social, moving on to some certain social networks, and hopefully they're going to be bringing back some of their old content that uh, a lot of us know and love from back in the day. Indeed. Yes. Remember playing that a lot. Yes, the Metanui online games were uh, very, very popular. So, um... With that in mind, we decided we would look back at uh, LEGO's history in the gaming world, starting way back with uh, LEGO Island from 1997. So, did you guys uh, play that game at all? I did not, uh, so... <laughs> I own it. It does not work on my computer. But I did <laughs> watch somebody play through it, and it definitely looked interesting from what I can remember. It was years ago. I think I had a Game Boy Color version, but it was not very good. It was like, it was really short. You could beat it in like an hour. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I played it back in the day, and at the time it was uh, really fun. I think it was one of the first times we kind of saw the, um, you know, the Lego style that would later be heavily adopted by Traveler's Tales, where you know they you have these kind of animated minifigs and there's not really a lot of dialogue but there's a lot of you know kind of humor that they try to throw in there you know to mm-hmm. make it kind of exciting and funny like since it is a kid's toy after all right and kind of the whole lego bricks in a you know realistic sort of area you know it's like actual sand not everything's a brick right yeah and um you know Back then, the graphics were pretty impressive, but you know it's not that hard to make uh, Lego bricks on a computer screen, considering it's uh, pretty flat polygons for the most part. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. helped their case back in the day. Yeah, yeah, made it easier to make it look everything good. looking so blocky. So that was uh, Lego's first uh, foray into the gaming world, and I think, uh, as I recall, it was pretty popular. You know, among uh, younger kids at the time, and they marketed it a lot in like the Lego magazine and such. Then uh, there was a bunch of other games that came out that I think a lot of them didn't do nearly as well 
for a couple of years, like chess and Lego Creator, things like that. But uh, we had Lego Racers and Rock Raiders came out a couple of years later, and I think uh, those some of those have a pretty heavy following to this day. Lego Rock Raiders is the best Lego video game ever made. <laughs> I mean, uh, Lego Racers demo for a while. And then you were talking about Creator. I think I got that in a cereal box once. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I don't remember that one. I must have missed out on uh, uh, that and it was It was buggy as all get out for me. Oh, yeah, anyways. it was like, impossible to build anything with it. I would start putting something together. All of a sudden, a big chunk of it would just start traveling off to the side and just keep going. You couldn't stop right. it. The best part was just like going to the pre rendered models or whatever and then just clicking the destruct button and watching everything blow up yes <laughs> i do not know how many times i crashed the computer by putting dynamite everywhere <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad uh some people had fun with that little free cereal box game uh despite apparently its other shortcomings so um yeah there are some other uh theme games there's alpha team knight's kingdoms um I, like i said i don't think any of them really quite took off like island or uh, racers did, but then in 2001, of course, uh, everyone's favorite theme, Bionicle, was released. And with that, we had uh, a lot of different marketing and uh, add-ons. So there's the Game Boy Color, or the Game Boy Advance game, rather, that uh, was uh, like a side-scrolling, no, a top-down platformer. And, of course, Templar Studios released the Matanui Online game. So I think uh, probably all of us have a little something to say, at least about that. Definitely. A lot of time wasted on uh, that Matanui online game. <laughs> I still remember trying to play it with dial-up internet. <laughs> yeah, I know. 2001, it was, uh, there's still a lot of dial-up out there. And looking back, it seemed like it was a, a really huge game, but um, that's a lot of that was because of the rate at which the content was released, and then, of course, the fact that we were all playing on dial-up and it took forever to load new scenes. Right. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, even when you look at it, I mean, it was it was pretty unique for its time, too. Like, in 2001, to see a huge internet game based on a toy franchise, I mean, it wasn't that common. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, it was really actually similar to, um, to Myst, which came out all the way back in 1993. But um, it's the same kind of thing where, like, it had that mysterious vibe where, you know, you're not really sure what's going on and uh, you don't really even know who you are for the most part. And you have to c- try to solve this mystery that's going on around you. Right. And, you know, they have the same uh, thing where you had an inventory and it's all first person. Um, the music in the Metanoia online game was really amazing and really set this, the tone. That's one thing I re- definitely remember. Oh, Definitely. Like the cutscenes were phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the animated cutscenes featuring the Toa and you know the Tohunga and such, and it really told the story and helped fill a lot of gaps that the uh, the comics didn't necessarily go into. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I really like the animation style for it too. I think that really worked for it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mentioned the original Game Boy game. There's a, another one that came out a couple years, or the next year, which was a side-scrolling platformer. Both of those, from what I remember playing them, were uh, pretty fun. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I don't think they were anywhere near as big as the Metanui Online game or its sequel, despite how buggy the sequel was. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
don't, um, I don't, what do you guys remember about the second game? That I still haven't completed it. Yeah, I haven't either. Remember just being pretty much broke, which is unfortunate. I mean, they had a lot of good ideas, I think, with it. It was just never really came together. Yeah, there was definitely a part where I just kind of got stuck and, uh, yeah, couldn't, could not advance any further, unfortunately. I still had dial-up. <laughs> well, 2002 or whatever, I, I still had it as well. I think most people probably did. I I remember uh, you know trying to play at other people's houses that had faster internet, but it's still you know that, that were, didn't that didn't solve the bugs. <laughs> yeah, those kids were the cool kids. <laughs> the popular ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, your parents are paying for cable. All right, we'll hang out there. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> had cable by the time I was a member, so I mean it probably would have been like 2002 or so, probably 2001 even. We had cable pretty early for where we were. Uh, I'm jealous. I know we didn't get uh, DSL until 2004. We were among the lucky ones. <laughs> so, uh, but in addition to that, there was also uh, some more Racers games. The the Lego Island sequel. Did any either of you play that? I have. And how is and that? And the load times are way too long. <laughs> like, I seriously think that they're that long on purpose because I've got this really beefy gaming laptop and still a level would take like five minutes to load other than that it's fun <laughs> you can now uh, trying to, if, to actually play with your legos <laughs> yeah you can build stuff while you wait for uh the load time after that i guess the next big release was the bionicle the game in 2003 coinciding with uh, the mask of light movie um, i wanted that so bad <laughs> i i played it a little bit i never really got uh, too far through it. I, I recall it had its uh, share of bugs and glitches as well, unfortunately. But uh, it was a it was a pretty fun game. I never played it. <laughs> well, I think though. So after that came out, the next big release was when Lego partnered up with uh, Traveler's Tales to release Lego Star Wars. And that I played. All right. Yes. What were your thoughts on that game? That was From enjoyable. <laughs> From the moment it was announced, I was totally psyched. And we still had dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, it was definitely a change from, you know, a lot of those middling LEGO games, kind of the, like the LEGO creator and alpha team and all of those that weren't doing so well and was a lot more action-oriented while still being, you know, kid-friendly. Right, yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. set a new uh, standard... You know, as far as quality and, like, fun went for LEGO games. You know, before they were kind of just, like, something else that someone threw together and put out there with, like, you know, the LEGO sets. But this time you could tell that, you know, they were making a video game that just happened to be LEGO. Mm-hmm. Right. It was actually the reason I got an Xbox, because I went out, I bought the PC version, and found out it didn't work on our computer. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, speaking of uh, Xbox, I know that or one of the next games that came out uh, was Bionicle Heroes, which was actually the first game I got for my Xbox 360. <laughs> really? You know, I saw a really good sale on the 360, and I knew uh, certain some games were coming out pretty soon, so I picked one up then. And while I was waiting for those games to ca- come out, you know, Heroes came out. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I like Bionicle. I should check this out. And it's uh, to this day the only game on 360 that I've. Uh, gotten all the achievements on. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, well, I mean, I had nothing else to play, you know, so. <laughs> Can't even bring himself to get to Mass Effect or anything like that. <laughs> it's also um, a game where I'm actually in the credits. So that's uh, that's a nice little tidbit for a lot oh, of I must have missed that. Yeah, there is actually a, a big project um, kind of behind the scenes on BZ Power that the staff did while the game was in development where Traveler's Tales uh, approached us and, um, you know, if I don't know if you remember the game, there's you can collect, um, you know, different like masks and artifacts and, you know, things uh, that were kind of collectibles. Well, BZ Power came up with that entire list as well as, um, you know, images for all of them so that they could create in-game images in Bionicle Heroes so you could collect all those. Right. I th- now that I remember, I think I caught wind of that somewhere. Yeah, so, uh, you know, if you're playing that game, check out the credits. You'll see Black Six, a bunch <laughs> of the uh, then reference team members, and uh, some other people who uh, helped out uh, a whole lot with uh, putting that together. So that was, that was definitely a, a really awesome experience. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, that makes it to date my favorite uh, LEGO game. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm a little biased, though. You know, those two uh, Traveler's Tales games kind of kick things off for that whole saga. There was, um, you know, LEGO Star Wars 2, LEGO Batman, Indiana Jones, uh, Harry Potter. We're just about to get LEGO Pirates of the Caribbean. We got... Um didn't we get uh, Lego Star Wars Clone Wars recently, too? Yep, yeah, that one yep. uh, just came out. That one looks really good, but I have not got it yet. Need yeah, more money. So, uh, have you guys played any of these later games to see kind of how they compare to uh, the first kind of wave? I haven't. I'm poor and only buy big boy games. <laughs> <laughs> I own Lego Star Wars 1 and 2 for Xbox. Indiana Jones 2 for the Wii, and then Batman for the PC. So uh, how do you say they uh, compare? Would you consider them pretty much the same thing? or uh, As compared to, like, the first Lego Star Wars? Well, all of them in general. I, I have seen people say that, um, you know, they're all pretty much the same, same kind of mechanics, just with uh, a different setting. So would you say that, or would you say that Traveler's Tales oh. has been improving? As far as compared to each other? Yeah. Um, more or less, yeah, it's the same formula, but it does still work, and it seems like, you know, each game has its own little special, you know, it's what sets it apart a little bit, like uh, Lego Batman has a focus on changing suits in the middle of the level, which, it's a really neat feature. Sometimes it, you know, it's more so just, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Well, there, there is variety that kind of sits there is apart. there is some variety not maybe quite as much as we'd like to see but then maybe that would be a little too different mm-hmm. and then each one has you know its shortcomings as well all in all successively they seem to get a little bit better each time yeah and from what i've seen and played the the graphics even have uh, been getting better which uh get kind of uh interesting to say when you're talking about a game that features you know basically bricks but yeah um, there is a lot that they can do with you know lighting and um you know it's kind of they're set in a pseudo realistic world so they can do a lot with that as well right pirates Mm -hmm. actually looks pretty good graphically Mm -hmm. i was looking at that recently i think they did like the major change to i don't know if it was the 
game engine as well, or just like the graphics of it, but I think that was Lego Star Wars 3 is when they made a big jump in it. Right, I do remember hearing about that, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, while all these Traveler's Tales games were coming out, there were some other uh, games that were released, like uh, Lego Digital Designer, which uh, I guess is kind of like Lego Creator, but uh, it actually works more or less this time. <laughs> <laughs> Have either of you played around with that? I haven't uh, in a while, but I, I used to some. I dabbled with it a little bit, like a year or two ago. Not so much anymore. I'm pretty sure my little brother still uses it a bit, though. Not that I've ever asked him about it. I'm still not very good with it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... Um, it's You can use it for doing pretty simple things, but you know, trying to do more advanced techniques and such, uh, it's pretty uh, complicated, but... From what I've uh, seen, some people can do pretty amazing things with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go on. I've never been a big mockist myself, so you know that's why that's why the Traveler's Tales games more so work for me. I'm not about building something complicated. I'm just about blowing pieces up, <laughs> watching them scatter. Yeah, no, that, there's definitely um, different audiences for both of those games. I think. <laughs> But uh, we also had uh, Lego Rock Band that came out, which uh, was kind of interesting, a fusion between uh, Lego games and, you know, music games. If only I had the Rock Band equipment, I would probably get that in heartbeat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cheap these days, too. I can't believe I forgot that when it came out. Yeah, I picked it up when, uh, when Amazon had it on sale for like 10 bucks, and uh, it definitely has some pretty fun songs. And you can export them into normal rock band. So after you've uh, played through the game and gotten some achievements, you can uh, play them in you know, Rock Band 3 or whatever. Uh, I definitely would recommend it if you're in- interested in the music games. I mean, it has the final countdown, you know? Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was actually maybe even more so than the fact that it was Lego. I was looking at the song list and I was like, wow, this looks good. Yeah, no, it definitely has some, uh, some quality songs. Uh, which, you know, they all are also kid-friendly, which uh, was interesting. I'm sure it took them a while to uh, come up with that, you know, track list. <laughs> right. Yeah, more or less. Uh, so I guess the, the biggest uh, release, then, in addition to Traveler's Tales of Late, has been LEGO Universe, which is uh, the MMO that came out just last year and uh, has been chugging along, uh, for better or for worse, what what were your guys' reactions when you first heard about Lego making an MMO? Interesting. I mean, uh, it's hard to say because a lot of times, you know, a lot of MMOs out there, you know, they run on the subscription model, and a lot of times, the way to keep to keep playing is kind of that false sense of uh, accomplishment. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Uh... You know, the, the grind to get more equipment or get to that highest level kind of thing. Right. And it's the kind of thing where when you have a game and you're aiming it at a younger audience, you know, they might not have the patience to go through something like that. So then... Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, as uh, as an ambassador, I, you know, had a, some pretty strong opinions and still do about um, this game and how LEGO has kind of chose to do things. And, um, yeah, it's like, like you said, if you're targeting younger kids, they're not going to have the patience to keep going. Plus, parents aren't going to want to pay this monthly subscription fee. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you're, 
if you target it at like the people who play MMOs like World of Warcraft, well, yeah, maybe they're going to check out Lego Universe, but they're going to go back to you know World of Warcraft or whatever other big games that they're playing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I played the beta, and it was you know there were some interesting ideas in it, but I think it just had an issue of lack of content at times. It felt like once you did a few things, all of a sudden there was nothing left for you to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it has the cool things where, like, you can, you know, you can kind of get your own section of the game and build whatever you want. You know, you can build, like, a castle or a house or anything, you know, you can imagine as long as they have the pieces for, which is cool. And I think that's kind of in there to appeal to, like, AFOLs and people who like to build. But, um, you know, most AFOLs I've talked to, they usually don't tend to be big gamers, Right. Right. And yeah. they would rather spend their money on Lego bricks as opposed to a monthly subscription fee. Yeah. Right. I was so, kind of thinking that. Right. So there's there's a distinct lack of, um, you know, a viable audience, in my opinion, which I think has definitely hurt the game. Yeah. It's hard to see where it fits in in the whole grand scheme of things. Right. And I think um, it's showing uh, since, you know, it was released um, in like the late summer or early fall of last year, and it was released, I believe, at like forty dollars. And by Christmas, you could get it for ten bucks. Right. So that that shows that um, you know it didn't quite hit the the sweet spot Lego was hoping for. And mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard, you know they're they're reevaluating uh, the best way to go forward and what to do with that. So. You know, I hope for the best for uh, for Lego and for Lego Universe because I think it's a great sounding game, but um, I just don't see it succeeding with the current uh, model that it's based on. Right. But yeah, that, that's why I think the Traveler's Tales games have done so well, right? Because like Nate was saying, you know, it's something that a kid can easily play, and you know, it's not going to take them forever to beat. So they're gonna it, when they lose interest, it's not a big deal. Parents only have to pay for it once. You can do parents. easily multiplayer and play with your kids. Parents, yeah, parents might actually enjoy it as well. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. definitely know parents who have played those games with their kids. So it's not definitely, my parents. Uh, <laughs> I tried. I tried getting my dad to play. I gave him. I told. I gave him control of Jar Jar Binks. He just kept double jumping around the room in circles, and that was it. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm not dad. I'm never asking you to play video games again. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Okay, so after my little rant about LEGO Universe, I guess that kind of wraps things up um, overall with uh, the LEGO games. Uh, there, I guess uh, there have been ones on the LEGO website, lego.com, over the years that um, you know have were kind of uh, along the lines of um, Matt Noe online game or just more simple little arcade games. Are there any that you guys have played that uh, jump out at you? Um... Hmm. A couple of my favorites are Belts and Dreams. All right, what were those? I can't remember, I can't remember what year they came out. They were essentially both puzzle games. Like one was uh, Belts was basically a series of conveyor belts, and bricks would come down on them, and you had to like maneuver the belts to get the bricks into the right buckets. And then Dreams was basically a bunch of sleepwalking minifigures moving around a map, and you had to like move bricks that they would kind of ricochet off of and try to get them into their corresponding beds. 
I usually don't go for those kinds of puzzle games, but for some reason, I really like those ones. I don't think I uh, ever played either of those, but they sound interesting. Um, how about uh, My Lego Network? That was kind of uh, an interesting pseudo game kind of thing. Nate, I think you were uh, playing that for a bit. Yeah, I did a little bit. I don't think I did. I haven't looked at it in a long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, was something I lost interest in yeah. after a pretty short while. But I know some people got really into it. it definitely, um, uh, there were some issues where, you know, in order to succeed, you had to get make you know make friends in the game so you could like kind of trade back and forth with each other and things like that. Yeah. But a lot of uh, there wasn't a lot of ways to easily talk to other people, right? Because Lego, um, you know, is trying to prevent, make it keep it kid friendly by you know, preventing people from being able to use inappropriate language and stuff like that. So they only had, like, certain canned replies. Mm-hmm. So I know there are, like, whole communities. Uh, there's a large topic on BZ Power, you know, just for people finding each other and organizing trades and things like that. Yeah, yeah I kind of saw some of that. It's just one of those things I never really had the time to do. You do for a little while, and then you realize, I got better things to do right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what... Uh, what I realized after a while. Yeah. I tried to get into it, but, yeah, I quickly lost interest, too. Yeah, it was, like, a lot of work, and, you know, after a while, it just wasn't really even that fun, and there wasn't a whole lot of benefit, I I don't think. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. So, uh, any other LEGO games that um, you guys would like to mention that we may or may not have skipped over? Well, Junkbot should be an obvious one, I think. Okay. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one? Um, it's Junkbot. It's cool. Please tell me you've played it. <laughs> I played I, it. I, I don't remember offhand, actually. It was like the little minifigure uh, legs on like a triangular sort of shaped body. You kind of you had to help them get across the screen to where like a trash can was by moving bricks around. No, I don't think I ever played that one. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of the bigger ones online. Junkbot, Junkbot 2. Oh, I think one of my all-time favorites, though, is still um, Spybotics, The Nightfall Incident. I remember the Spybotics sets, and I think I played the game, but um, I don't remember that one too well. I think I remember the game, like, you drove a little car around, basically, and, like, spied on people, I don't know. No, that was... I I know which one you're talking about. That wasn't Spybotics, that was... Uh, it was more. That was more in the robotics part, or I guess that is. It's a different one. I know which one you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it right now. No, Spybotics: The Nightfall Incident was the one where you were kind of like playing a hacking game, where you got where you were like moving hack programs around on a grid. Okay, I it was remember. Sort of like that now. it was. It was like a turn-based sort of puzzle game. Hmm. You had to eliminate the enemy programs. I used to play that one so much. I think a lot of their web games were probably um, better than you know their actual retail games up until the Traveler's Tales. Thing. Some yes. of them, yeah. Oh, you know, we almost forgot uh, Glatorian Arena. Oh, yeah. I never played it. <laughs> no, I'm a horrible fan. <laughs> that one was uh, was pretty interesting in that you know it had 3D models of the Glatorian heroes. Um, it was, you know, a, a pretty simple fighting game. 
but it mm -hmm. had uh, you know some strategy, and you could upgrade your character and things like that. Right. I haven't played in a while, but I used to play with my little brother, Glatorian Arena Three. That is, like, I configured some programs so that he could use a Xbox controller while I used the keyboard. So yeah, that was fun though. Yeah, I recall the uh, the second one. I think was a bit buggy, and the third one had some issues too. But um, which is a shame because you know those were the ones that added different characters and such. Right. It's on par for the course for an online Lego game. <laughs> right, just like the Matt Nui online game in the second well, one. I'm sure a lot of it is is like they're probably small teams working on these, and then they probably have deadlines they have to meet and. Right, and yeah, it's just a, a only so big of a budget. Right. It was it was definitely a fun game though. Uh, one of the better uh, ones on the Bonacle site. Yeah. It was definitely no Matt Nui online game though. Definitely not. If you guys each had to pick uh, one favorite LEGO game, what would each of you do? Hmm. I think I've pretty much made myself clear. LEGO Rock Raiders. <laughs> I, can't, I can't speak for the uh, console versions because I know there was some difference. I just had the PC version, but I still love it to this day. All right, what about you, Nate? I guess say, you know, the original LEGO Star Wars because it really, you know set the stage for that new wave of Lego games and was definitely a lot different than what they had been doing. Well, I think I pretty much gave my answer before on, you know, because I'm biased, I'd go with Bonacle Heroes. <laughs> but, um, you know, Close Runner-Up is definitely the original Metanoe Online game. I think that was probably the Lego game I played the most of, um, all total. Just because, you know, the story and everything was uh, just so so in-depth and it really really brought you know sucked you into the bonacle universe back in 2001 like uh, nothing else oh, yeah, right definitely. all right guys well uh, thanks for coming on and talking about this my all pleasure right. all right and i'll talk to you guys next time yeah see ya see ya and that wraps things up for this month there's no music time this time around uh, hopefully next time, uh, Mixmeeg will get back to recording some uh, beautiful masterpiece for your ears to enjoy. Once again, I'd like to apologize to everyone for the forums being offline for so long, and I'd like to reiterate that we are doing our best to get things back up and running, and I hope to see you all there soon. Uh, talk to you again next month. Hey, Nate, you want to turn that baseball game down? <laughs> Definitely not. I was wondering what that is. I'm just going to skim Hard the... Hard down right field.
I'm surprised the microphone picks it up that easily. 